This is my mommy. This is my mommy. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Nani and Mom. I'm Nani. And I'm Mom. So, Mom, what are we talking about today? Well, today we are going to talk about losing a matriarch. Um, we're going to get a little bit vulnerable in this episode because this is um, obviously something that is near and dear to us. We have a matriarch in our family. She was your mother, my grandmother, and um, we're releasing this episode in honor of her around her birthday this year. Yes, she's an October birthday. She was a pretty prominent figure well, still is, but she influenced us a lot, all of us. And she was very active in um, the upbringing of you guys, all four of you. She was very, um, she participated, she helped me a lot from the beginning because you and Stephen were seven months and 19 months when I went back to college and she would babysit you guys so that I could go to school. So she's always been, she didn't work thank goodness. And she's always been available. And then ultimately moved, like we lived about four miles between four and, and eight miles away. Initially, they were four miles away. And then we moved a little bit further away, but always under 10 miles away. So she was always very, a very big part of picking you guys up from school, taking you guys to activities watching your activities, being involved in everything. So she was very important to all of you, all of us. Yeah, I, I think you nailed it. Um, she certainly was. I think I have probably just as many memories at her house as I do my own house because they're, they're so intertwined. And I think it's unique in, in a lot of ways um, that she lived so close and was so involved um, obviously, we've talked a little bit before on previous episodes about just the the culture of kids kind of moving away and doing it all themselves. But my, I, I really just think that the relationship that you have with a grandparent is so special. It's truly something that I really can't even express in words. I think part of the driving force of our decision to move back closer to family to raise our own family because we wanted our children to have those same experiences with their their own grandparents and great grandparents that that are still around. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just really a very special relationship and one like no other, you know, cuz grandparents can she would very often have your your guys's um how do you say she she would be able to hold your trust. So there was very, there were a lot of times where she would know things that you guys had shared, you know, uh, challenges or situations that you would go to her about and talk to her about. And she always held those confidences. She might would say, hey, there's a situation going on. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I want you to know that I'm on it and that you don't need to worry. And I would just trust that she had it handled. And I knew that if it really, if it, it was something big, she would, you know, bring me in, so to speak. But it was so nice to know that you guys had that confidant that you could go to, that you could process things with that was not your parent. And 
to be able to get the advice. I'm pretty sure she was pretty free with her advice. <laughs> when, yeah, when that's for sure. Things. <laughs> she didn't hold anything back, which I think was one of her, um, absolutely one of her strengths, you know. Yes. She, she didn't pull <laughs> any punches. <laughs> now, you always knew exactly what she was thinking because she told you. Yes. Yes. And, and, but it was usually, it was usually good. You know, it it was usually centering. It usually brought you back from whatever crazy thinking you might be having. She would say what she thought about things and you'd be like, Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. That's what I Mm -hmm. need to focus on. Not, not this other thing. But she was also, she was also uh, a friend to your friends. I think I, I, you know, I can remember sitting at her house, you know, playing dominoes with, you know, your friends and stuff being there too. And I think she just, people gravitated to grandma and she wanted people, everybody to call her grandma. That's what I was about to say that um, everybody knew her as grandma. It didn't matter who you were, you called her grandma. And even when I was pregnant with our first one and we were kind of figuring out the new dynamic of what everybody was going to be called. I think for a, a very like brief moment, you were going to be called grandma and grandma was going to change to granny or something more great grandmotherly. And yes. it just, it didn't stick because there were, I think just simply because there were so many people who just, she's just grandma. She was grandma. To everybody. And well, yeah, it was it's it that's a funny story and she and I kind of had a little bit of a a rowl about it. Um so I'm an only child and my mom's an only child. And so when I had you guys, which that's a whole funny story, when I first got pregnant with Steven, grandma and grandpa lived in Houston, outside of Houston. And grandpa and we had moved a lot when I was a child, we had moved a lot and my mom, grandma was done. She was done moving. <laughs> And but mm-hmm. when I got married, your dad lived up here. So I moved up to Dallas and they were still outside of Houston, but grandpa was being transferred. He was working up here and he came over and he was like, I just don't know how I'm going to tell your mom, now, aka grandma, how we're going to do this, that we're moving up here. And I said, I had just found out I was pregnant with Stephen. And I said, well, you can tell her that, you know, the first grandbaby's on the way and and he was like, we were we were walking when we were talking and he, he didn't miss a beat. And he was like, yeah, but then what do we do in nine months when there's no baby? And I said, oh, no, there's really a baby. He was the first person I told. <laughs> but so that, I think, softened the move. Yeah. So when you guys came along, my grandmother, who was quite the matriarch as well, your great-grandmother, we had a discussion and she became granny and grandma became grandma. And it was like the baton got passed because in my mom's eyes, being the grandma, that was the important title, right? Like that's the mm-hmm. title, the honored title. And so then when you were pregnant and we started the discussion of, you know, she'll become something new and I'll become grandma. And I remember... uh getting texts from each of you kind of independently, I believe that, you know, this isn't going to work for me. I cannot call grandma anything else. Grandma is grandma. (laughs) And she's got to stay grandma. 
And you have to figure out what you're going to be called because you can't be grandma. Grandma is grandma, which I was totally fine with because I agreed with you, you know, not just the four of you called her grandma, but everybody called her grandma. She is grandma. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I remember sitting in the car and this was well into, I believe even your first one was born. Steven's first one was born. Your second one was born. And we're still, she and I are still having conversation about grandma. (laughs) And we had already decided, we didn't really know what I was going to be called But we had already decided that I was not going to be grandma, you know, Mm -hmm. I think I think we had decided that I would be Nani, but it was, yeah, she was still struggling. She really wanted me to be grandma, because it was such an important title to her, Mm -hmm. that title. And I told her, I said, the other people in the world... cannot get behind that. So you get to, you have to stay grandma, you have got to be okay with this, you know, but she, yeah, she really felt very strongly about the title of grandma. And she, I think she took her grandmotherly duties very serious. And she loved you guys fiercely. And um, it has been, you know, definitely a difficult thing, because she, you know, did pass away suddenly. Um, I think it was a really difficult thing for all of us to wrap our heads around and learn how to be here without her, you know, impacting us directly. Yeah, I I think that's definitely something that, you know, I think about a lot because I, for one, valued her opinion. I valued making her proud. I enjoyed filling her in. She was one of the people you could call and talk about your life and Like it was the most important thing she was ever hearing, you know? Um, Yes. So yeah, I think that 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 has been a huge transition because I I see so much success happening in our family now and so much growth. And it's definitely, you know, something that I wish she was here to witness. But also I feel like the changes that have happened have, have all come from us being united during that difficult time. And it, and it was, so it was what, about a year and a half ago would have been January of 2019 when it happened. And it was such, I mean, for me, I had just, she felt ill. She had her heart attack the day I went back to work from maternity leave. And so it was such a trying time. I remember it just felt like a whirlwind. I remember feeling like I, uh, it was very difficult to process everything because I had a newborn, I was back at work, but then also this extremely traumatic life-changing event had happened. And I, I just remember feeling like I didn't know what to do or that I wasn't doing enough in, in every aspect of my life, you know, that I wasn't being the best at, at anything because of everything that was going on. Right. It was a very difficult, well, the week that she was in ICU was extremely difficult. It was such a shock. You it know, was but, for sure. Sorry. Yeah. We told you guys this would be a bit of a, a vulnerable episode. So we appreciate you letting us share, put our hearts out for you guys. I think one, one thing, you know, that I always want to kind of get better at is how do you, I mean, obviously in, in her death, you see who, you really see who a person was and her legacy is just so strong. We had a celebration of life for her and 
everyone, I mean, there's, there was no lines that were crossed about who she was. Everyone had the same story to tell about who she was, obviously different stories, but I mean, when you converge them on the type of person she was, everything lined up and she, she really was a guiding light for so many people, not just our family, but her friends, our friends, everybody. Cousins, nieces, nephews. It's amazing to me how, what an impact she had on so many people. And yeah, I, I always, you know, I said that, you know, she, she, uh, that one of her, one of her things was that she collected people she mm-hmm. and when you were with her, you felt like you were the most important person in her life. She made people feel special. Mm-hmm. She cared about people very deeply, which is just incredible. It's an incredible, just something that you really admire and aspire to be like. You know, yes. I, <laughs> I certainly know that I, as much as you're talking about, kind of that, you know, that honor of being a grandmother. I look forward to that, whether my kids decide to have kids or not is yet, of course, yet to be seen. But I think that uh, the term grandmother can, because of the way that she was a grandmother, can qualify for so many different ways. It's not just about you having your own grandkids. It's about the way that you go about your life in a grandmotherly way. I don't even know if that makes sense, but it's it's the way she carried herself. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I aspire to be like that. And one of the things, of course, that I, I want her legacy to be known to my children. I feel very fortunate that she was able to meet both of my kids. Yes. That's not something that I take for granted, but I don't, my kids are so little um, that I don't know how you sort of incorporate that to where they know who she is. They're never going to know her. They won't have any memories of her. So how do you sort of communicate that to keep her legacy going? Yeah. Well, I do think that, you know, one thing that we do have that's a positive is we still have grandpa. There's so much in gra- of grandma in grandpa, right? Because they mm-hmm. were married for so long. And so knowing him and your kids know him, you know, having him still around. So that helps communicate that. But I also, you know, I believe that there's so much of her in us, right? Like she poured into us and we're the women that we are because of the woman that she was. And because of her strength, her resilience, her wit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so many of the things that we both have as our strengths and our weaknesses, <laughs> you know, I definitely... <laughs> Got some of those. (laughs) I think, you know, we are a testament to what she brought to us. So I think that's partly how we bring that along. And, you know, then over time, I I imagine that we'll tell the stories and there are traditions already that we have continued, you know, like uh, the holiday gift giving exchange thing that we do. That was her thing Mm -hmm. that she brought. There's a lot of traditions that we're going to continue because and we can say well grandma showed us that this was a fun thing to do or i mm-hmm. i know that you know she played that game high low with you guys at dinner you know tell me the low part of your day tell me the high part of your day she brought those things she brought a lot and i think that just us emulating that and leaning into who she was she was kind she was 
she could be cutting as well. (laughs) Like you said earlier, there was never a secret what was going on in her head. But also that she's also taught us about the piece of the timing, the circle of life. None of us is getting out of here alive, right? We're all we're all going to pass at some point, but to live our, our lives to the fullest and to um, remember to, uh, that's one thing I always felt like she always lived each day fully. She did. And bringing that up, I think that that is a gift that she gave to us in preparation for her potential passing is that she was always open about the circle of life. She always, you know, I would probably say that even the most recent time I saw her before her heart attack, there was some conversation about it. Um, not in any morbid mm-hmm. way, but just a very realistic way. And and I think that was in hindsight, a gift that she gave to us because as a family, I think we were all sort of in alignment on what her wishes would be and what she wants for us going forward, which I think has also helped propel me at least. Um, I won't speak for everybody, but in continuing to live a full life, you know, obviously we're we're sad that she's not here, but she would not want us to to be stuck. Not continuing. Yeah, stuck. Exactly. Now I feel like we we were fortunate because she was close by for most of our life that um, at her passing uh, there was a lot of peace, I think, because we had seen her recently, or it had only, you know, we just had a great Christmas all together, which yes. I find to be really fortunate. That's not always the case for a lot of people, unfortunately. So does that add kind of an element when you're talking about losing a matriarch? If it's you look back and you say, Oh, I wish I had seen her more recently, or I wish I had called her. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I can imagine that that's all. Yeah, we were very fortunate, both Thanksgiving and Christmas were really wonderful holidays for us, especially wonderful. They were just really great holidays. Yeah, so I I do think that when you have a situation maybe where uh, your grandparents live further away and you don't get to interact with them on a regular basis or see them as regularly, I would imagine that losing losing somebody is a lot more difficult. And that's why I always encourage people, live your life each day the way that if something were to happen to somebody special in your life, that you don't have to live with those regrets, you know, that you can say, you know what, I did. I was I was in contact. I was doing the best that I could do. I think that's an important thing to remember. It's not easy. We get busy. It's not easy mm-hmm. to do. But I think it's important to kind of think about those things, you know, periodically. And there were a couple of things that I've, for me, this was, I learned because I've never, I've never been one to really care about like my end, right? Like I, mm-hmm. I'm comfortable with knowing that there will be an end, but I don't like, you know, cremate me, bury me, whatever you want to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, has never, it's never been a thing for me. I've never, you know, but grandma, she planned for it. She knew exactly what she wanted uh, mm-hmm. and how she wanted it to go. And, you know, there's some peace in that. But through the course of what I experienced in the hospital that week when we were all together and um, she was in ICU, I really started to realize that this, my ending and what to do with me at when I'm over, 
when I'm past is not really what's comforting for me because I'm not there. It's going to be what's comforting for you guys. And then I felt tremendous pressure. I'm better now, but in the beginning that, oh my goodness, now I'm the matriarch. And oh, boy, that was tough. <laughs> you know, I was like, yeah, oh, I, I'm not grandma. I can't do this, you know. So that was tough, but I've, you know, I've had peace with that now, you know, because we all took a step up the ladder, right? <laughs> like mm-hmm. now we're more the influencers of the family. Yeah. I, she has big shoes to fill. So, and I, sure. I, I don't know that her exact shoes ever need to be filled. I think that she will always be remembered and always a part of our lives in, in just such a special way. And I think that that's important to remember too, when you lose someone that you love, that they're still, they're still with you. They're not bound by a physical body anymore. So they're right. with you and with everybody all the time, which I find to be comforting. Yes. If that makes sense at all. Very much so. <laughs> yeah. And there's so many things that I hear her voice and she's telling me what to do, how to navigate. And so, yeah, there's a lot of peace in that for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, we uh, so appreciate you guys again, letting us get vulnerable in this episode and sharing this part of our story because it's such an important part of why we're doing what we do now. So we will see you guys in the next episode.